You're listening to the two dumb users. I am telling you right now, that motherfucker, that motherfucker back there is not real. Good morning, you know everybody. Good morning. Welcome back to the show. This is episode 443 of the Two Dumb Yenders. How are you guys doing this morning? Uh-huh. Yeah, Darby, go ahead. I was just thinking, you know what's funny is that the Bears have uh, the Panthers pick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they pick right now. They're picking like <laughs> one in four or something like that. Yeah. Bears are sitting pretty. How you doing, Mike? Oh, I'm doing great, man. I'm just happy to be here today. Blew through the week. It, it did, it did, man. I didn't realize yeah. today was Friday. I'm like, oh my god, today's Friday. I, it did. It went rather quick this week. I got to admit. I um, I don't know if you guys watched it or not, but the uh, Tiffany Gomez interview. Oh, you were you were all ready for this, yeah? Yes. Well, he was ready for it. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I was ready. I was, I was expecting a little bit more. It was literally, uh, it was on the guy. I can't think of his name. Waters, I think, is his name. But he did his whole show, and then like the last segment was the Tiffany Gomez interview, and um, and and literally I looked at the at the clock and it said eight fifty three, and it hadn't even come back from commercial yet. So yeah. I thought, oh, this isn't even going to be any good. But um, you know, she 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 was on. She looked good. She was was not very revealing at all. It was almost like somebody is telling her not to say something because. Um, you know, he asked her what happened and everything. He's like, Oh, she's like, I just gotta, I admit it was, I had an altercation with somebody on the plane, blah, blah, blah. But then he, you know, later on in the interview, he says, Waters says to uh, Tiffany Gomez, he said to her, um, well, what did you see? And she goes, well, I'm not allowed to talk about that. So I'm not quite, I, I don't know what to make of it. And again, it was such a compact, uh, segment of the show. Um, I don't know. I was I was expecting to get a little bit more out of her, you know. Yeah, because I know she did an interview before that. She did one with um. Oh God, the guys from Bar, two of the guys that work with Barstools, uh, Big Cat and um PFT commentator. She had like the same thing. Oh, it was like an altercation with someone and blah 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 and like kind of like the same thing. Oh, I really can't answer that. So. Yeah, I, I think she probably has, like, you know, someone telling her, hey, this is what you can say, this is what you can't say. Well, like, I mean, you know, what did she, I mean, if it's nothing, then what's yeah. the problem? Why can't she talk about? Who knows? Who, maybe she has, like, a book deal coming out. Who knows? Yeah. That, you, you sealer freak? Uh, thank you, man. My gla- my new glasses are just, they are killer, man. I'm telling you, one of these days you're going to turn on sealer freak. He's going to have glasses on. I, I just don't know what he's what he's trying to pull here. I don't I mean, have I, glasses. Um, but yeah, this is Tiffany Gomez. This is the airplane lady, the lady that thought that the person was a shapeshifter on the airplane. And again, like I said, it was it was roughly about a six minute interview. It was a lot a lot lot left to be desired. Um, but she did again have that same kind of shirt on. She's a tight wearing, big breasted woman. That's what I tuned in for. Uh, unfortunately, she didn't expose her breasts. But uh, you know, whatever. You're you're wild. But she's a good-looking girl. She really is. Um, it, the, the video from the airplane doesn't do much justice. Like her hair's grown a little bit since since yeah. July, since the incident happened, and uh, I don't know. I dig her. I I'm not digging my lighting right now. I can tell you that. I do her. You were dating an AI at one point. I was. On the, the yes, I was dating <laughs> so, an AI. Okay, let's go throw that out there. And I did do the AI too. Remember. You did. You did. Yeah, I wasn't going to call you out on that one. I was going to say the dating part. So. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, on that note, can we just go home? Can we? <laughs> Great show, everyone. See you guys next week. <laughs> now, I didn't see entirely what he had said. But one headline that I see multiple times, if anybody could fill me in on, on what his explanation was, I did see this interview or this headline twice yesterday. Heinz Ward knows what it will take for the Steelers to get back to winning Super Bowls. And the reason the reason that I flew past these article two times, as a matter of fact, twice, and didn't go into it, is because Heinz Ward couldn't figure out how to win any football games in the XFL. <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong. Uh, yeah. You're, so, you're not mean, wrong. Did anybody Fair actually point. go into this and read into it at all? Because I, I, I did not know. I didn't even see that headline, to be honest with you. Um, mm. Other than, you know, not 
sound like a picket hater, but to get a franchise quarterback, that's that's what they need. Thank you, yeah. bud. Get franchise quarterback. Get a get a franchise center. Uh, you know, right. and improve like, your secondary. There, there's we're three things. Lucky right there. we were for 20 years, and, and that's yeah. the thing. It's gonna, right. uh, you know, and that's the answer. You know, every single talking head's got a different answer and a different this and this and that. But at the end of the day, that's what it is. You have to figure out some way to get yourself a franchise quarterback in this league. Otherwise, you're not going to yeah. be able to compete. It's bottom line. It doesn't get any more plain and simple than that. We're giving you the truth, the answers, the light, the way, mm-hmm. whenever everybody else is giving you a bunch of bullshit. It's the bottom line. You have to figure out how to get that franchise. What happened for the past 20 years? We had a franchise quarterback. What happened yeah. for the past 20 years? We were a pretty damn good team. And before that, from, you know, when Bradshaw, from what, 79 till, <laughs> so, um, you know, we, Big yeah, Ben oh, came oh, around. Oh. It, it was like a, a rotating carousel of quarterbacks. Of, and, 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 guess this, what? and this is what we didn't we win see. any Super Bowls in that period of time. No, and look we, at we, all the teams who did. It was yeah. the teams that had these quarterbacks. And we got close with Neil O'Donnell because we had a he wasn't a bad quarterback. You know, we had he had a good supporting cast, had a damn good defense with him, too. But you know, look, they played the Cowboys. They had Troy Aikman, franchise quarterback, surrounded by a damn good defense and Hall of Fame weapons around him. Oh, that so, was one of the better NFL teams ever built. That, yeah. that 95 yeah. Dallas Cowboys football team. And, you can, and people argue that you look at Troy Aikman's numbers, even for that era, they, they're not eye-popping. He was just on a damn good he team. He didn't play too. a long like – He didn't have a long played, career either. No, he no. didn't have a long career. Like, like While he was here, he managed to turn an 0-16 team into a three-out-of-four-year winning Super Bowl team. Yeah. And after that, he left. So I mean, he yeah, more power to he, him, man. I'm yeah. not, I'm not hating on the guy. But uh, Derpy's chirping again. Yes, he is, Skiller. For good morning, sir. Oh, um, Derp, Derpy, Derp. why don't you say something for the people? Here's the thing, Derpy. Sometimes you get you know, you know, and I, I feel bad. I sit back and I think about these things. I, I'm not a monster, and I think to myself, you know what? The poor Derpy, Derpy. I'm gonna put you on the spot. You say something that's um. Something, something meaningful and useful about a Pittsburgh sports team, and it, the show's the show is yours, man. I'll give you, a, I'll give you a little stage here. Go ahead, man. Um, the Pens won. The Pens did win. The Pens did win. Yes. Oh, I see what you're saying. So Derpy's chirping, chirping, like he's really chirping. Yeah, his. Uh, did you hear him chirp? I haven't heard him. I, I'm hearing the chirp. I'm hearing the. Uh... I'm mildly retarded, though. So you don't go by me. You've heard the chirp, Mike? I've heard the chirp. The, there's the derp chirp. There's the, there's derp, the chirp. derp chirp. We, we might have to, uh, Derpy. You, we got to do something about the smoke detector, bud. I'm about to send him a... Uh, I'm about to send him a... Um, one of the little square batteries. Nine volts is what I'm about to do. <laughs> Once you stick, you stick your tongue in between. Yes, yes. Let's see if you feel alive anymore. No, Skiller Freak, it is not his uh, smoke detector. That's the sound that... Uh, literally comes out of Derpy's face. That, that's my pacemaker going off. Yeah, it's me about to destroy all the lighting in my studio. Speaking of franchise quarterbacks for the Steelers, did you see this one yesterday? There was a little talk about Kyler Murray. They said, yeah, "Where'd you, that come from?" I don't know, but would you would you switch out Kenny Pickett for Kyler Murray? Um, I, no, I don't think I would. No, like. I'm just not sold on Kyler Murray at if all. I would, I, if you would have asked me this two seasons ago, I would have said yes. Yeah, because he would give him a shot. It's, it's too much money, though. It's yeah. too much money. He can't stay healthy. He he really has proven nothing. I, I mean, yeah, granted, he's been on the on the Arizona Cardinals football team, but uh, I I just don't know if that's the step in the right direction. I don't know if that's uh, it's it's a move. But would that be the right move? Would that be the move that, um, you know, again, we want to win. People in this town want to win. And if you make a move, you're, you're going to want it to be a, a an effective move. And I just don't know if that's going to be the move that, that people in Pittsburgh want to see. Yeah, I'm looking at, like, his best year might have been 2021. He completed 69% of his passes, 24 touchdowns, 10 picks. Yeah. You know, Wait, 20. He, that's what I'm saying. Like, two years ago, I would have did it. I was years ago, yeah. Give me Kyler Murray. Yeah, his his – Going back through his years, his touchdowns to interception ratios, his rookie year 2019, 20 touchdowns, 12 picks, 26-12 the next year, 24-10 the year after. Last year in 11 games, 14 touchdowns, 7 picks. So it's coming down. His completion percentage, like I said, his best year is 2021. 
his first four years in the league, he was over 3,500 yards. He almost had 4,000 yards in 2020, but you know, he played 14 games in 2021, 11 games in 2022. Hasn't been active at all this year. So you know, that durability. Oh. And he, he and he also he's added you know twenty three touchdowns in his career running so he's a threat there but overall I I just I don't I don't know I'm not sold Once on him but like you said man he played on those bad Arizona teams and he's putting up pretty good numbers but here's the thing about money, these athletic quarterbacks once you figure them out yeah there's not really much room for them to grow they come in with this ability this athletic ability let's just say they can throw let's say they can throw uh, you know uh, pretty good. Once you figure them out, and and, in fact, you know, and a lot of teams do with, I mean, some teams do with Lamar, some teams do with, you know, other teams run the league. But, you know, athleticism is something that that you really can't work on and and become greater at. Say you're in the NFL, you bring a certain athleticism with you. But once you get shut down, then then you're forced to be a pocket passer. At the end of the day, are are you are you a good pocket passer is what it comes down to. Yes, your legs are always going to be valuable for you, but uh, at the end of the day, you're, you're going to want to figure out ways to win consistently. And again, Lamar Jackson, who was the MVP, you know, sometimes he still has those days. So you have to be a, an elite athletic quarterback. I just don't think a guy like him is the answer. Let me ask you this, though, Mike. Pre, pre-2021 draft, mm-hmm. would you have traded your number 20 pick overall for Kyler Murray if that was an option? I would have. Would at you, that point, not, not knowing that, anything, you don't know anything uh, about who we would have picked. Yeah, like at that, yeah, because I wasn't sold. I you know, I wasn't sold on any of those quarterbacks coming out of the draft. So yeah, I would have, I would have made that trade. And if he would have stayed healthy, you know, sixty nine percent of his passes completed that year. That's that's pretty. That's impressive, especially yeah. on that bad team. Yeah, but you know, it. That's when the wheels started to fall off. Was that year? And then the and then 2022. But you know, if you get him out of that environment in Arizona, would he, you know, regressed or would he have gotten better? Yeah. Would he take that? Because we're seeing like Lamar Jackson now, the way he's completing passes of like what 70% passing he percentage right to. now. He's otherwise he's getting his, better. Otherwise, his legs fail him because yeah. that's all he becomes, and that's what you you know you, you yeah. prepare. And you we're learn seeing like Lamar becoming a much better pocket passer that's the best thing that Lamar Jackson could actually ever do is is learn and keep working on being a better passer and I think I think he did this offseason and can Kyler Murray do that can he show that dedication and you hear rumors coming out of there oh he's more concerned about playing video games more concerned about streaming is that just a meme is there a little truth there or is that just perception is reality type thing but so if he would be in a better situation he might be a better quarterback but that that salary man that his guaranteed con- money in his contract is just too much oh oh what a, here we go question from steeler freak what about using draft capital and highsmith pickens and muth and shooting for a top five quarterback in the draft that's a lot to give up much. yeah i mean like, i i would like like i would like to make and... a, i would like to make a big splash high move like this yeah. high, but you know what I mean? That that's a lot. You're giving up a lot. You're giving up yeah. a. You know, this is your tight end for the next ten years. Uh, Pickens will probably be gone after his first. See, draft, I would, I'd trade after his first yo, contract. You're running Pickens and Highsmith. I think he's going to be up and down, kind of like Bud Dupree is. Depend Bud Dupree was depending on if T.J. Watt is healthy and stays healthy. So yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot in that. What you had just said. I don't know if I I don't know if I would do that. But a top. The thing about a top five, you just don't know if they're going to pan out. You just never yeah. know. I mean, look how many Danny Warfels and and Brady Quinns and uh, uh, these Heisman quarterbacks over the years that get to the NFL and they just shit out the bit. Tim Tebow wins back to back national championships. The guy couldn't throw a football in the pros. So it, it's it, again. That's why I always use the term a lightning in a bottle because that's what it really is. It's so hard to get that guy. And people in Pittsburgh don't realize how lucky we were to be able to get Big Ben. They don't. They don't have any idea. Oh, okay. Right? All of them just just on the menu using draft. Okay, okay. That I want to trade all three of them, but like one or one in a pick. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that yeah. I would. But do. um, like Caleb Williams coming into the season, I thought he would be the guy, but watching him play this year, I don't know if he's going to be that guy. Drake Maine, you know, he's and coming out of North Carolina. Eh. Well, Caleb Williams ain't going to go anywhere unless he wants to go there. So I mean, who? I, yeah. He's not coming here. Yeah. Don't want to go to Pittsburgh. Drake, we'll man, I'm not sold on. Michael Fenix Jr. might be the the one, but are, is he a first rounder? I I don't know. Nobody in this draft standing up to me as far as a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> but we we There's have a no quarterback CJ for the Strouds, next two I'll seasons. So, I, hey, I mean, man, we we, we have are, Kenny. We have Kenny for the next at. what? 
at least two more years. Two more years, and they'll yeah. probably do the fifth-year option on them. So we have another three so, years. You know, we're 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 in the middle of a project right now. Whether we like it, whether we don't, I, I think this was going to be the the uh, case, no matter who we got. And unless unless, like I said, you get that lightning in a bottle guy that just totally turns the league upside down. Yeah, I do want to go back, which these guys were talking about just a moment ago, Lamar Jackson. Let's talk in let's talk in six weeks about him because again they are starting to face the tough teams in their schedule. They're facing the teams that the Steelers faced early in the schedule. We're getting the teams that they faced early in the schedule now. So we're gonna get we're gonna get a good idea of this Baltimore Ravens and this Lamar Jackson. They have a lot of good games. They have two Ohio games in a row, a couple of LA games, and then all the games after that are tough. I, I know that they have San Francisco, they have Jacksonville, um, they have us. So I, I really say hold off on your Lamar opinions just yet. And we do know that he does play us the last week of the season. So does that mean he's going to get hurt and maybe not be available for week 17 uh, or 18, whatever it is? I don't know because that seems to be the case with him every year. It's either a bad game or he just doesn't make it to the Steeler game. So it's going to be interesting to watch Mr. Jackson. Because we're the only team that can figure him out because, you know, divisional opponent. Absolutely. We're built to (laughs) be. It's just wild. It's just wild. The dude, he'll ball out all year, then comes to play Pittsburgh, and it's just a struggle fest. We're I'm okay with that though, because I thought, like you said, when he was drafted by Baltimore, you're thinking, "Oh God, for the next ten years, this guy's going to be a thorn in our side." Yeah. So if we can contain him and then maybe contain Burrows, well, I, I'll be comfortable this year. But even so, um, Steeler freak, Will Levis was meant to be higher. I mean, he was. <laughs> you sat there and watched him drop it like I did at the draft, and I was real surprised. It's tough. It's, 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 listen, if this was easy, every team would have a great um, franchise quarterback. Every team would be winning the Super Bowl every year. The reality is that's, that's not the case. One team gets to win. And I, and as I tell Mike, every, you know, every time this conversation comes up, there's about six to eight of these quarterbacks that actually exist on the planet. And we were lucky enough to have one of them for almost 20 years. So we're in the middle of something. I want it's, another one. I am fat and I am spoiled. Yeah. And we are as American as the American comes, and we want one. But you know what? It, it's tough to say because, again, from Bradshaw to Ben, we wanted one for a long time before that happened. Right. And, uh, we just got used to it, I guess. You you get used to reality where people aren't quite used to reality just yeah. yet. And, uh, you know, that, it'd get, be what it'd be, be man. I, I don't know. I just want – I would be happy. I don't know what I'd be happy with at quarterback right now. Well, yeah, you do. Um, like yesterday, I did give you an, an interesting stat about Jalen Warren's running. Freak. Me, you I do I'm have old. one more interesting oh. stat about Jalen Warren's running. Like, check this out. He has a .32 missed tackles forced per attempt this season. That's first among all running backs in the NFL with a minimum of 50 carries. So when yeah. you see him bouncing off of people like a bowling yeah. ball, that's the, you know that that's that's the real deal, man. He, he it does is, it better dude. than everybody. Nobody it, tackles gets. Missed tackles forced per attempt better than him. I I love it. And you can see it just in the way he runs. Like you said, people bounce off of him. He's a, he's a built jacked little dude, man. Yeah. The bowling ball out there is a cannonball. Where's he? Uh, AFC North Mike. (laughs) Again, as we know last week, he's only five, eight, two fifteen. He looks thicker than that. He's like Barry Sanders with muscles. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like a bowling ball. <laughs> yeah. You know, you get that little guy. He's so hard to take down. AFC North, Mike, they were, of course, we know they were 4-0 this week. That's the third time in four weeks that the AFC North has gone unde- unbeaten. Three times in the last four weeks. And in that time period, the teams all together are 12-2. and two, So they only took two. This division took two losses in the last four weeks, Mike. Tough, tough division, man. Tough How division. Um, unfortunately, it's not going to happen again this week. You got the old Browns and the new Browns playing each other. Yeah. Who Cincinnati got? I forget. Uh, Texans. Texans. Because I picked the I picked Houston in, in the upset. That should be a good game. Every, every game this week should be a good game. That's AFC North. That should be. Uh like this Green Bay Steeler game, I was thinking about this. I don't know if we're going to get to it, but my God. Like we are transitioning into it right now. You couldn't have done a better job. You know, this is why, you know, I don't show up to the production meetings. <laughs> I like to wing it. <laughs> Derp, Derpy, we just send him messages through his. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we just let him know. Through star, yeah, through yeah, the 49ers did, did make a quick turnaround, man. They got like, they caught lightning in a bottle. 
but like you know, a genie in a bottle. Me and Christina. <laughs> they've, been, they've been expecting to be good for a few seasons. Though, you know what I mean? I think a couple years ago when we had uh, the rappers on, we were talking to Prime. I mean, he he was filling us in on San Francisco when I wasn't even really aware what was going on out there with the Debo, Samuel, and um, and that, that's a good team. I tell you what, I'm going to be curious to see if they could if they're going to lose four games in a row, Mike. Yeah, I, yeah, they I, have, they have somebody there. good, and I can't think of it, Jacksonville. 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 Yeah, and there's a chance that this team loses every game in a month period, and that's crazy because. Uh, a month ago, I was saying that this team was a shoo-in for the Super Bowl. I think they still might be. That team is too talented not to turn it around. Yeah, if Philadelphia doesn't get the back-end help from the referees, I mean, any, it's anybody's game in the <laughs> NFC, I think. <laughs> That's tr- that, that is true, man. The refs love, they love Philadelphia. I don't get it. Nobody loves Philadelphia. Nobody. No one. It's Philadelphia, baby. It's on the wrong part of the state. Derby, let me start with you. What what do you think is a uh, key a key or two to winning this game against Green Bay on Sunday? Um, run game. Got to be able to run. <laughs> I couldn't agree more, Mike. What do you think? What's what's a, what's a key to being able to win this game on Sunday? I hate to copy Derby, but uh, that run game because AJ Dillon was starting to get it going last week. You know, he's been struggling this year. He's another damn good running back, but he, he's been struggling all year, but he just he had a nice little bounce back game last week and stopping the run because, my God, like both these quarterbacks, they will do stuff that would go, oh, that's why they were taken in the first round, but then they will have stuff going like, this is why their fan bases get frustrated with them. So I, I the key is going to be both both run games, getting them going, that maybe that will open up the passing game for one of the teams. So if we can shut them down, make them one-dimensional, I want Jordan Love to beat me. I don't want A.J. Dillon to beat me. What's their run defense? Like, are we going to be able to run the ball against these guys? Uh, We should be able to. I, I Green Bay, you don't the... hear many amazing things coming out of this out of this team, let alone. Yeah, I can't find the stats on that, their run defense. Let me go take Still a look. Still a freak on the board. says 49ers and Bills podcast are in a Chernobyl status right now. Who do you think, Steeler Freak and 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 you know, guys on the panel, what uh who do you think should be more in panic mode right now? San Francisco or Buffalo? Oh, Buffalo. I would be Buffalo because they have just been going down, down, down. Their window. It does seem like that Buffalo window is closing. <laughs> I mean, they went from a top team over the past couple seasons. Now they're, I mean, they're they're mid-tier at best. They're lucky to win some of these games that they're even winning. They're losing games that they should be winning. And San Fran, as I said, even if they do lose this week to Jacksonville, which is a good chance because one team's playing really good, the other team is not. I still don't, I'm still not worried about San Francisco. They have a really good team, and it makes you think, okay, maybe when they get a little closer to the playoffs, things will start coming together and they'll be playing good football. I hardly, I hardly think that San Fran's going to go into the playoffs and lose in the first round. Yeah. Packers are 18th in run defense, Steelers are 24th. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we we kind of got to get that that under control. I think about our numbers. A lot of times they're insignificant because uh, you know we, we, we give up 20, a lot of yards, but but, but we don't end up wise. giving up a lot of points. We bend, we don't break, which has always been in my lifetime a thing for the Steelers. Here we are, twenty four, or you know whatever to say, whatever we are, twenty four. But when it comes down to it, this defense they they make the plays in the game that uh, you, you know, like I said, we have a handful of good plays every game that mm-hmm. we we have in our pocket to our disposal. And, um, you know, it's a very odd team. This is a very bizarre team right now. That's the best way I can explain. And I, I'd say just try to enjoy it and then let's get as many wins as we can. Steeler Freak, I see, agrees also. He says Buffalo. I, I think that, yes, they, they're the team that needs to worry. And what is it? Is it the, these defensive injuries? What's going on? What's what's up with Buffalo? Anybody tell me. Is it, uh, I know they have a lot of defensive injuries, but at some point, you know, having a top-tier quarterback and some other good players, that, that goes a long way. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with Buffalo, to be honest with you. We, we've been talking about this on air and off air for the past couple of weeks. I, I have no idea. I can't figure out what's going on. Like, Josh Allen is not playing the way we thought he would play. Um, that, I, I don't think they have a, a really good running game. They didn't before. Josh Allen was their running game. This team is just falling apart. Like, literally, they, they just can't do anything right. That's a shame. I take that back. James Cook's having a pretty good year. Pretty good year. He's on pace for a thousand yards, but still, it's yeah. Josh Allen. He he has six rushing touchdowns, and the team has ten. 
and you know he's still completing at a pretty good percentage but overall they're just not that good this year you know now that now they think i'm, I'm kind of like oh, all right poor buffalo but remember last year i hated them yeah. the, the bills mafia and this and then they were yeah. just they, but they were annoying me they are but now yeah. that they stink again, I'm like, oh, all right. Like their like defense Buffalo. isn't bad. They've only allowed 160 points this year. That's pretty good throughout the league. Um, read what Steeler Freak is saying, Mike, on the board. His last comment, the Bills players demanded an offense Ooh. Uh, private meeting. Ooh, I didn't this see week. that. That's not good at all. That's not good at all. But, again, uh, very informative. Thank you. Thanks, Steeler Freak. Appreciate Interesting. it. Interesting. Because I, I often wonder what's going on with this, this Buffalo team. Yeah, because they've been good for the – like. Pretty elite for the past three seasons. I thought for sure they would be one of these teams that just, yeah. they just don't, they don't have that look this year that they did. And you know what? If uh, it keeps going this way, they might as well just give us Allen, and we should all go in with our business. I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. Well, over we'll send, and under. Yes, we'll send, we'll send Chooks over and uh, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, just like Dotson and uh, Kendrick Green. I'm sure they'll turn into all pros if we. Well, do Kendrick send Green's over. hurt, so but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he one of the best uh, linemen in preseason? There was something about him. Playing pretty well. Uh, over and under, yes, because we do have a game this weekend, guys. We are ready to do over and under, and I'll try my best not to belch. But you know what? I can't do any promise in there. Uh, first over and under, guys. Kenny Pickett, one and a half touchdowns thrown. One and a half touchdowns thrown. Mike, let's start with you. Ah. Uh. Under uh, Green Bay has a pretty good pass defense. I think they're like top five in the league or okay. top, within the top 10. Derby, what do you think? Kenny Pickett, one and a half touchdowns thrown. Over. Over. Okay. Oh, I like it, Derby. Derby keeps it interesting. He does. He's Derby's very positive with his team, and I appreciate that because I'm rather I negative. Like it. I like it. I do. Because everybody right now is negative, and they all think they're the only person to be a negative, and that's what's really annoying about it. <laughs> like, everybody I, says I, this, and it's like, everybody's literally saying begin- what you're I've saying. Been, I've been negative from the beginning, okay? That's I'm true. the most negative bleed black and gold fan you will ever meet. All right. <laughs> Steeler Freak said if it's an eight-quarter game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kenny, uh, oh, what the hell is that? Bill Murray movie, the bowling one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, the, the Amish guy. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I bowl like a 280. Well, you know, I bowl, you know, I bowl uh, 16 frames or some shit. You know, got to do yeah. twice, as, twice as hard. Kingpin. The English. Yeah, Kingpin. Yeah. Kenny needs to play eight quarters a game to get his numbers up. Which they did a couple iconic scenes about a quarter mile from here, yeah. if you're familiar with the area. Yeah, until that building caught on fire. Until the building caught, until the building had a chemical fire. And it whited out the whole county. I've never seen anything like it. I, I was that? at work where I was working at the time was right next to that place. Yeah. And people were coming in and, and that white smoke was just billowing in into my in the work. And it was just such a fucking disaster. Um, Derpy, or let's start with Derpy on this one. Derpy, George Pickens. Now we're still doing over-unders. George Pickens, three and a half catches. Three and a half receptions for George Pickens. Derpy, what do you think? Over or under? I think to consider everything that's going on lately. He did his share of crying. Now we're going to get the pendulum to swing back to Pickens. What do you think? Um, over. All right. Mike, back to you. Do you think I, that George Pickens is going to get more or less than three and a half catches this week? I'm going to go the over. There. Look for a, a ton of back shoulder throws to him just to get him going. I like that. I, I like those back shorter because they're so good at them. Pickens and Pickett and, and yeah, it's DJ. Like, and it's like one of the harder ones to make in the league because you have to have everything go right with it and they can make it. And that's the one path that we do better than anything. I, I don't get it. We can't we can't we can't do a simple slant over the middle to save our lives. Like no. think of think think of the uh the Tom Brady to West mm-hmm. Walker, the little bang, bang, bang plays. We haven't done one of them yet this no. year, I don't think. I think we did one to uh, yeah. uh Alan Robinson, but that was yeah. it. Like back shoulder and like the corner routes between, you know, splitting the corner and the safety. Yeah. We can hit those. Makes no sense. Mike. Yes. To you, over or under, Deontay Johnson, a half a touchdown. I'm taking the over. Back to back weeks, baby. Back to back weeks, he's getting touchdowns. All right. Derpy. 
Over to you, my little canine friend. Deontay Johnson, a half a touchdown. Is that you going over or under? Under. Under. Hater. That's all right. Hater. (laughs) Hater, Derpy, you're a hater. Mike. TJ Watt. TJ Watt. Half sack. You never know if I'm calling you that or from I'm asking the question. Yeah, I know. Asshole. Uh, I'm going to take the over. You think, you think the TJ's going to at least get a sack, huh? Uh, yeah, I think he's going to get a sack. He's going to do something this game. Uh, Derpy. TJ Watt, half sack. You think he could get a sack or no? Over. Over? All right. Here's my favorite. And this is, you know why this is my favorite? Because we didn't get to do this once last year, I don't think. At least not on an over. Um, Mike, I'm going to come back to you. Steelers defense, one and a half turnovers caused. We're turning uh, a lot. We're causing a lot of turnovers. We are causing a lot. I'm going to go with the over. Going to go with more than uh, one and a half. More than one and a half. Derby, what about you? One over. and a half turn. You go with over? All right, good deal. I always got to throw my man in there, Chris Boz. He uh, one and a half field goals, Derpy. One and a half field goals over under for Boz. You say one and a half? Yes. Under. All right. Mike, same question. I am I'm taking the over. Okay. And finally, my least favorite question of the week. But we've stuck with it, so we're gonna do it again. Mike, devastating injury. An injury that, that we're gonna lose a, a significant player for a significant amount of time, such as with Cam, with Muth, with DJ, with Minka. Any 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 play any injury like this, one half of a de- devastating injury, Mike. One half of a devastating injury, over or under? I'm taking the under. Okay, it's because it it's not be. it's, because it's, it's what you want to see. Or is, I, I mean, obviously we don't want to lose anybody, but do you really feel we'll get through this uh, game healthy? I, I think so. We're we're due. We're due. We're due for a healthy game. We're due for a healthy game where no one gets hurt. Derby, I'm going to come over to you with that same question. Over or under a half of devastating injury, and, and you know we do, you know as we always describe devastating injury. You think we're gonna have one or no? I'm just not gonna respond to any of that. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, under. All right, super freak, uh, super freak, Steeler freak on the border says the same thing. He says under. Let's hope you guys are correct. Again, guys, we do play the Green Bay Packers 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon at Acroshore Stadium here in uh, lovely Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, some outside of the Steelers news. Fox came out with their mid-season uh, report card yesterday. So I, I play, pay very little attention to but I'm just going to throw a couple things out there to see what you guys think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud, Rookie of the Year. Yes. Yes, 100%. Is there anybody outside of that that... Uh, no, I mean, I mean, poop, 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 or whatever his name is over in L.A. Puka Nakua, Puka Nakua. I mean, I, you, I, you can't throw him off the shelf just yet. But uh, I mean, legitimately, C.J. Stroud, C. Stroud I, I think, is leading the way. The guy yeah. has many touch, t- touchdowns, one interception. But at the end of the day, I mean, if he comes down to Puka Kanua, Nakua, and C.J. Stroud, who are you picking? Uh, C.J. Stroud, just because it's quarterback, quarterback's going to win out. It's the more important position, and what he's been able to do as a rookie quarterback, it's it's very impressive. Like you said, only one turnover, 14 touchdowns. Uh, that That's impressive. It's very impressive. <laughs> Again, but I wouldn't, Ohio... be upset. I wouldn't be upset if Puka <clears throat> wins it, too, if he keeps no, If right. they both keep going the way they are, it's, you know, it's... I... There's it's a handful okay. of these rookies that are doing some pretty amazing things. If you go down through the list and look, even on the defensive side of the ball, yeah, it's really impressive what's going on with these rookies this season. I, you got to love this class. I think some of these DBs, like the guy in Detroit, the guy in uh, all over the place. There's a lot of rookies doing a lot of good things. Addison, of course, over in Minnesota, but I, you know, CJ Stroud, you got to kind of favor him. And this is what you expect when you get a quarterback out of Ohio State, and it falls into those top three picks. This guy, this is how you want to see them play, mm-hmm. and maybe, just maybe, Houston got that uh, that lightning in the bottle quarterback. So what about this one, guys? 
Fox midseason report card gives Max Crosby the defensive player of the year. Max e. Crosby. E? Having a really good year. Now, I saw where they had TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, and what's the guy down in Dallas that we like? Uh, Michael Parsons. Parsons. And they had all their numbers, and they were all similar. <laughs> Tackle, mm-hmm. sacks, hurries. And then they showed Max Crosby. He has like three times as many tackles as all of those guys. Yeah, he has 56 tackles, nine and a half sacks. And, and TJ was like around 23 tackles. Uh, Mike, uh, they were all within the same group, those, those yeah. three guys. But then again, Max Crosby was like, you know, almost 60 tackles. Mm-hmm. I don't see, I mean, and, and everything else was, uh, I, you know, it was close enough with the sacks yeah. and the forces. And I, I, I don't dispute this. If that's what his numbers yeah. are, and these are the, the true numbers, mm-hmm. I'd give Max Crosby the defensive player of the Me year award, too. I think it should be hard for Watt to get it again because it's looking like the, the league. I don't know if it's intentional or not, like with the voters, they're going away from like just having yes. someone run like the way Aaron Donald had like, went back to back and then missed it a year and then had it the next. I think they're going away from that. It's yeah. going to be like, there's so many good people here. We're just going to spread, spread the love instead of going, you know what? This guy's just that much more dominant than everyone else. So I think it's going to be hard for Watt to get back to get a second one. I do too. And you know what else? I was, oh, yeah. I don't want to get into that right now, but I, I agree, Mike. I agree with 100% with what you're saying. A couple of predictions that Fox made, along with um, I do want to get back to a couple of things the Steeler Freak says here in just a moment. A couple of predictions Fox made. They have the oh, also the Giants still hasn't scored a uh, touchdown in the first quarter this year. One other side note. Okay, Fox has the Eagles winning the Super Super Bowl over the Kansas City Chiefs. This is Fox and midseason pr- prediction. <laughs> what do you think? Same Super Bowl as last year, just switch the results around. The uh, pass interference doesn't get caught this time, maybe, and they win it. Uh, that'd be a boring Super Bowl. I don't want to. I don't want to rematch. I know we want to see just like with the oh, different teams. We want to see different. We want to see change. Want to see different, or I want to see you know like Kansas City go up against someone else, or the Eagles against someone else. Yeah. You know, but I don't want to see a rematch, but. I, I can see it happening, and I I think the Eagles very are, easily. I think the Eagles might be the better, just slightly the better team this year. Darby, what do you think about that? I would be disappointed. I'd be less just to see can, just to see Mahomes win or again. Yeah, that male model Jalen Hurts to win a to win a Super Bowl. I would love to see Jalen Hurts win it, but yeah, he's he's gonna the, the league is gonna win him one. You watch. I don't don't you get the. Uh... Don't get too worried about that, Derpy. I'm sure Jalen Hurts will get his. Um, uh, what else? Hey, let me go over to the board real quick. You're 100% right. I mean, Stroud has he doesn't have the line or the weapons. I mean, he has. I mean, they have some, but like their receivers are like a like number two, number three receivers, that right? Are just playing better than they. But they if they continue be. to build this team around him and use him as that as that nucleus, and uh, you know what, they they got potential. And this is something that I think that Houston really has to do because they've been in positions before where they could have took it to the next level with, with Watson and, you know, you have Hopkins and there was, you know, they had a bunch of things over the past so many, you know, so many years. I think this, they kind of necessary, it's necessary that they do this. Now they keep Stroud as that guy, they build around him, they mm-hmm. find the pieces, put them into place and, and, and see how that works for him. Because again, they, they haven't been that successful since they've been in the league. This might be their best chance with this guy. Oh, oh God! We're Steeler freaks therapy. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I feel oh. sorry for you, bro. Oh, don't say that. Because <laughs> who's our therapy? Maybe this is our therapy. This is group therapy for all of us. I tell you, my therapist hates me. She really hates me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know you, so yeah, I, I can see that. And I don't know how far <laughs> I want to get into it because, you know, what if she listens to this show? And I don't want her to hate me even more, but I, I think she hates me. Maybe, maybe just uh, let me think on it. I, I might. All right, we'll, we'll think on this. Mm. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's stay in football, guys. We're going to go to the college level. This weekend, Mike, the Panthers, oh, they take man. on Syracuse at Yankee Stadium. This is a game Jeez, that I would have loved to go on to. If I would have been able to... Um, 
if I would have been able to go to this game, I would have really enjoyed myself. I just don't know with everything going on right now in the world around us and uh, if it's the safest place to go right now, New York City. But this game tomorrow, Mike Pitt, Syracuse, this might be the last chance Pittsburgh has to win a football game this year. They do have Boston College last year or last next yeah. week. But uh, it's something's got to give because they finish up against Duke and then that's it. So yeah. Yankee Stadium might be the place that we get our win, man. Might be. Uh, you know, Syracuse isn't that good either. No. Four and five haven't. Yeah. They don't have a conference win. Like Pitt, they they shown they can pull out a win, but they use their one upset. So they they use their one upset, and is it really if they beat Syracuse, is that an upset? No, I know. <laughs> so what I'm saying, they potentially have a chance to beat Syracuse and like, or Boston College. Like their wins, you know, fourteen Louisville, and then they beat Wofford. Uh, yeah, so they're due for look, look a win. At, look at the... <laughs> Wofford. Wofford is basically a high school team. And Louisville, who at the time had a very high, you know, they were a high-ranked team. There's yeah. no in-between. There's yeah. no happy medium. Pitt can't beat anybody. They can't beat anybody. Yeah. That's, and that's that's Louisville's only loss. They beat Notre Dame. They beat Duke, who was ranked at the time. They so, beat Notre Dame, who we lost by 51 points to. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's your Pitt Panthers in a nutshell. That is your Pitt Panthers, Panthers in a nutshell. I agree. Um, that game is at 3.30 tomorrow. If you want to see a game played at Yankee Stadium, that is going to be the one to watch. Pitt at Yankee Stadium playing Syracuse. Next game on my list, Mike, number nine, Penn State versus number two, Michigan. Number nine, Penn State, two, Michigan. If Penn State wins this game, let's say, this has to catapult them up that top ten list. It really does. Let's say Penn State could beat this Michigan team tomorrow at noon. Penn State's in the middle of the playoff talk. Yeah, if they're able to pull off this upset, because Michigan and you said they're, what, like, second? If yeah. we pull this off, that, that has to vault them, because the only loss would be to an Ohio State team, and that was a close game. Yeah. But there was times during the period of that game I thought the I Penn thought State we were going to pull it out. I thought we were going to pull it out, but I, I, I have no faith in my team. I love them. I love Penn State. But uh, Michigan, we just cannot beat Michigan. Michigan is the hardest team for us to play. I don't care that it's at home. Somehow ESPN has Penn State as a as a 50.5% chance of winning. I don't see it. Is be something they can win that game, though? Oh, if they on. can pull it out. I like We have people who can do it. We have two really good running backs. If they can control the line of scrimmage, control the game, yeah. Well, I'm seeing on the draft board, I mean, people's mock drafts, I already see like two guys from Penn State's offensive line popping up in the top yeah, in the first round. Yeah, Ola Fashanu, definitely he's he might be the first tackle off the board. I know even on defense, uh, Chop That's Robinson, he's, he's, he's the up guys, there. We know. have talent. It's just our coach, man. He he These big games like this, man, he stumbles against Ohio State, Michigan, and other ranked teams, and he puts the players in bad position, makes bad calls. If it's like he gets tight and the team feeds off that energy, they get tight. So it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting game. I think that's the game of the weekend. I think it is, in my opinion. You do have a couple other um, a couple other games were ranked first ranked. I'm gonna get them in just a second. But first, let's hop over to Derpy's team, the Ohio State Buckeyes, coming in with a number three overall, taking on Michigan State tomorrow at seven thirty. Derpy, you gotta like this matchup, right? Michigan State. Yes, but we're actually number one. Yins are number one? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, they're number one in the college football playoff rankings, number two or number three in the AP 25. Who's number one in the one that they're number two in? Is it Georgia? Um. Yeah, yeah. Georgia uh, playoff rankings, it's Ohio State one, Georgia two, Michigan three, Florida State four. Okay. And then, but then in the coaches' poll, Georgia's one, Michigan two, Ohio State three. That's what I have. I have yeah. Georgia one, yeah. Michigan two. Like the top four are the same. It's just in what order and what poll you're looking at. Uh, yes, they do have a scandal. You know, I have a problem with this. And uh, it's not the same problem that most people have. You know what? Stealing signs, I think, is a. It's a part of it's 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 a part of scouting. Yeah. I think you should you know you you should know what to look for at every yeah. aspect of a game when you're getting ready to go into a football game. Yeah. If it's looking across the field and seeing somebody giving a certain sign that I'd tips say. you off, 
that's that's being smart. I, I don't understand how this is a bad that, thing. That's fair. Okay. I don't know if the guy was going into practices. What it was, I I know that. Oh, he was at this game looking at signs. Okay, that's a, I don't care. But as long as oh. you don't go to someone's practice disguised as you know a member of the media or something else, See, that's just weird. That, that's fair to me. That's fair game. Sitting at home watching like the game, figuring Bill out signs. Memes, you yeah. know, like where they would show him in somebody else's practice. Yeah, as long like as it's the, uh, as long as it's during too. the game, I don't I don't care. But you know, I, you I think send they had your scouts guy, to yeah, other think, games. They take a video yeah. camera. They videotape every single play. You watch, you study everything they do. What's what's wrong with studying somebody's sign? I, I don't yeah. understand why how that's a bad. I think that's smart. I don't know if this guy end up getting a like sneaking onto people's sidelines and stealing signs that way. That's no, that's crossing the line. That's but extreme. Yeah, that's, that's extreme. But if you're like at a game or you're watching the game, stealing signs, I no problem there. But I think there was more to it. I really haven't gotten into it. I I just. I just, like you said, man, I just don't care about signs. Same thing uh, yeah. in baseball. Oh, they stole our signs. Okay, change your signs if that. you notice. Oh, all the Houston Astros, they cheated. Really? Did they really cheat? No, you 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 noticed they were stealing your signs and you didn't change the signs. That's on you. Right, right. That's on you. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, baby. Number two, I guess you said number two, Georgia. They are taking on number nine, Old Miss. That game is going to be a good one. Two That's versus be nine. Also, number five, Washington versus number 18, Utah has potential. And finally, 13, Tennessee versus 14, Missouri. I don't know much about this Missouri team, but I do know when you're that close in statistics or that close in rankings, it should be a good football. That should be a really good game. Uh, that, that Washington team, man, they are just sneaking up. Man. That, five, Michael, come on. Who would have yeah, thought this? Yeah, like Michael Fenix, man, he's taking himself into he might be a top five pick this year this guy like yeah, was lower in the draft boards man he just keeps playing and playing and playing better and better hi uh david bednar guys over in baseball bednar is a nominee for the 2023 all mlb team i like it vote for Best bednar closure. he certainly deserves it the guy gets his you know for a team that stinks he gets his save so Finally, Mike, I do want to talk a little bit about this Pittsburgh Penguin game. I'm going to send it over to you. This Pittsburgh Penguin team, they went 4-3 to three last night in uh, Los Angeles against the Kings in overtime. Game-winning goal by Brian Rust. Oh, they that's a beauty. California sweep. Yes. Mike, uh, go into this game a little bit. Um, Sidney Crosby once again proved why he is still one of the greatest players of all time. Even currently, he is still a top five player that pass he had on, I believe it was the gold against all where he just, he was like barely inside the blue line fires the puck up and over the fenceman stick hits right on Gensel stick tap in goal. It was a thing of beauty. And then Russ goal in overtime. I believe it was overtime, right? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Overtime that thing. Th- this is vintage Brian Rust who would like, this is what he would used to do in game seven. He just took over and overtime. It was a beautiful goal. Um, the team rallied, team rallied around the um, the backup goalie. It was good to see the way they played. It, it was like one of their better games of the year. You know, if we go three and zero on this West Coast trip, sweep California, that gets them back to what five hundred. Yeah, back to five hundred. That's tough to go to California and sweep. Yeah, especially road trips, man. Whew. Pittsburgh teams generally don't do well in that state. Um, yeah. especially to that that degree. Mike, I also see that uh, Christian Jari is now day-to-day with yeah. swelling around his eye. The yep. concussion has been rolled out. Yeah. So uh, that's um, huge. Jari could be back sooner than we thought. Yeah, that that's huge, you know, not being a concussion. I saw that what later in the day after the show. I saw Josh Yori reported that. So I was like, oh, that's huge news right there. Also, Crosby's uh, he's on now on a seven-game point streak. Not bad for like a 35-year-old man. And this this team is going to be I don't know if they're gonna, it's they're going to be schizophrenic just like our Steelers just like our Pirates thirty six there's going to be there's going to be ups there's going to be downs there's going to mm-hmm. be highs there's going to be lows that's just what our Pittsburgh teams are right now it's just yeah. what we are. Jesus Crosby seven goals seven assists not bad not bad well, nobody's in a real good position to win a championship in Pittsburgh but no you know what there there's uh, it's going to be interesting keep an eye on these Penguins. The penguinies. Penguinies. 
Um, what else? What else? Yeah, they that wild. The Giants still, and I, you know, and I know the Steelers don't have the best first quarter numbers ever, but I'm just looking back. The Giants still haven't scored a first quarter touchdown yet. Forty million dollar quarterback, baby. <laughs> uh could it happen to a better team? Did you guys uh hear why Chooks apparently was benched? Um, kind of, sort of, but fill fill us in, Mike. But listen, apparently, because you know, Talman said, you know, it's something that he said. That's why he was benched. Apparently, when when there's a minute fifty left in the game. He was like, why aren't we just kneeling? Why aren't we just taking a knee? He wanted to quit with a minute 50 left down by 10. Oh, what? Yeah, he wanted to just take a knee and get out of the stadium down by 10. I can see if you're down by 35, 40 points. Yeah, let's take a knee and get the heck out of here. But you had that talking about the game that we won? No, no, this is the game that we lost. Oh, against, Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Like you had a, that defense that already had two turnovers. If you can go down, get a touchdown, hold them, or do an onside kick, somehow get the ball back, you had a chance to win that game. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why, and that's why he got benched. That's he why he got benched. And you know, I I don't have a problem with it at all. And I I think they were just looking for an excuse to uh to, to move get, on from Chooks and get. The Roger get there, and he's going to be cut, man. He has that big salary. He's their highest paid offensive lineman, and he's yeah. arguably their worst. Yeah, like he, he not bad for a former fourth, fifth round pick to turn into what he did. Right. But he's no, he're, he's a veteran. He should know better, and I think he even said so too after the fact, and he took his punishment. And he credit to him. He's not quitting on the team. He's not being boo boo about it. He's helping Broderick Jones get ready. He's. He knew he messed up, knew he lost his starting job, and he's handling it the right way. Set a momentary lapse of judgment. And you know what? It happens to everyone sometimes. Sometimes it gets you pulled and uh, loses your job. Sometimes it just you're just a pebble in the shoe. You're just a pebble in the shoe. And you know what? Hey. <clears throat> yeah. I'd rather have George Pickens be a little upset than Chuke saying, hey, let's let's just quit. Yeah. Uh, Chooks will be going next year. Yeah, he I will. That, that. That's salary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they did have someone disguised on the sideline. That's what signals. it was. Someone disguised yeah. was on another team's sideline. And once you're disguising yourself, that's that. That's when. That's the, what I thought. Yeah. That's when it becomes. That's when it becomes wrong. But you could go and sit in the stands and videotape a game like you do every other time and study the signs and take notes and whatever. I, I just. Hmm. Yeah, once you get on the other people's sidelines, that's that's when he's yeah. that much. And that's been, that's when it gets weird. Why would you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So the Chooks right now is the fourth highest paid stealer this year. Thirteen million dollars. He gone. He gone. Ain't no way. Ain't especially no the way, way. Especially the way I seen Broderick Jones in uh in Washington open at hole for Najee to score last yeah. week. Man, <laughs> they looked just like they did at Georgia. All the all the footage they showed us coming into the season yeah. about the way these two guys could block on they're looking good. They're looking good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Chooks. Chooks, you gone. Chooks. Mike, why don't you tell everybody about the website, man? The two dumb Head on over there for everything two dumb yinzers. Links are over there for all of our socials, merch store, blogs, all up there. The two dumb yinzers.com. All right. Go check it out, everybody. www.the2dumbyinzers.com. www.the2dumbyinzers.com. A lot of cool stuff over there. Mike keeps updated on his, on his blogs, all kind of different things. Go check it out. NFL season, uh, NFL week is underway. Last night, the Chicago Bears beat the Carolina Panthers 16-3. to A barn burner for a primetime game. <laughs> but, guys, uh, well, let's jump into this trivia of the week. This is going to be our last Green Bay Packers trivia of the day or of the week. This is the question of the day, of course. Green Bay Packers, because that is who the Steelers play. Players uh, at home on the board, Mike Derpy. Here we go. I'm gonna now. This one is gonna give you answers because you're gonna need answers. Okay. All right. Okay. So here we go. What was Vince Lombardi's career record as a Green Bay Packers head coach? Okay. Ooh. Keep that in mind. Now I'm gonna give you your choices. A, 84 and 42. B, 77. 53 and 3. C 98 30 and 4. Or D 212 
106 and 21. What was Vince Lombardi's career record as a Green Bay Packers head coach? A, 84 and 42. B, 77, 53 and 3. C, 98, 30 and 4. Or D, 212, 106 and 21. Take a minute to think that over, guys. We are live everybody five days a week, Monday through Friday, every day right here between uh, from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. In the show that we do live every day, every day we upload over on Spotify and podcast from 8 o'clock p.m. Just in case you just get, have a chance to listen to this show. So uh, every day, the show we do live goes up 8 o'clock p.m. Spotify. Check it out. All right, gentlemen. Question of the day is this. Last Packer question of the season. Unless we, unless we, unless we end up playing them in the Super Bowl. So, yeah. What was Vince Lombardi's? What was Vince Lombardi's career record as Green Bay Packers head coach? Was it A, 84 and 42? Was it B, 77, 53 and 3? Was it C, 98, 30 and 4? Or was it D, 212, 106 and 21? Uh, Stiller Freak on the board, he says C. He guesses 98, 30 and 4. Um, Mike, let's go to you next. You think A, B, C, or D is how many coaches, how many, the career of Vince Lombardi as a Green Bay Packers coach? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going C as well. Okay. So you're going to go 98, 30, and 4. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you now is that your final answer? Final answer. All right. All right, you're locked into place. Derpy, both of the gentlemen before you had chose C. I will give you the options one more time. What was Vince Lombardi's career record as Green Bay Packers head coach? Was it A, 84 and 42? Was it B, 77, 53 and 3? Was it C, 98, 30 and 4? Or was it D, 212, 106 and 21? What do you think, Derpy? C. C. So everybody's going with this 98, 30 and 4. Mm-hmm. Is that your final answer? Mm-hmm. All right. The uh, Mr. Lombardi, the guy that the Super Bowl trophy is named after, Vince Lombardi, his career record as Green Bay's uh, head coach. The all choice, all the choices I gave you, every single one of you guys said C. He's all said 98, 30, and 4. Of course, the answer, guys, is. Ninety-eight, thirty, and four. It was C. Correct, guys. Great job. Good way we to finish up the week, baby. Swept that shit. <laughs> Belch time. <laughs> Mike, um, before we get ready to take off, man, what do you got? Uh, Send us into the weekend with something great. Hey, it's Call of Duty weekend. Um, Kyler Murray will finally be seeing some action this year, baby. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 3 launches. So uh, in between football, man, get get your rounds and start grinding for camos. Get those weapons leveled up. Speaking of action, over to you, Derpy. What do you uh, what do you got for us for the weekend? Another week uh, closer to Turkey. That's a very good point. Mm. Turkey days are coming. I'm hungry. Yes, it is. Uh... We do want to say thank you to everybody. We want to thank everybody for watching, checking us out, and participating on the board. We appreciate each and every one of you, each and every one of you. Believe me, if it wasn't for you, it's uh, so all it's all about you guys. Me, myself, what do I got, Mike? Uh, take a little extra time this weekend to find those glasses because you're driving me nuts without them. So that's my that's my thoughts. I will show up next week in glasses. <laughs> um, make you feel better. Anything else? Anything I got, else? I got nothing. I got nothing. Let's get the weekend started, boys. You guys, you guys, go you guys feeling good about this Packer game? No, not no? really. <laughs> uh, I mean, come on now. It's Steelers Packers. It, it's going to be. People thought like this Bears. Derpy, do you Panthers feel good about this? Gonna be rough. I think we're going to win this football I game. Good. I feel good. I do too. I mean, all I we can do great. is just watch and cheer them on. And... Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't feel I great. I don't, you know. I'm going to critique believe they'll every win, single right? play. Yeah. I'm going, to critique, up, I'm going to critique every single play. Yeah. Like my life depends on it. Because that's what fans do now. Every single play is the most important play of the game. 
you know, every play is put under a microscope now. People can't just enjoy a game anymore anymore. So it's I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on that bandwagon and criticize every play. I'm gonna break down have 45 minute film dissertations on one single play. Killer Freak says Derpy is looking forward to Thanksgiving dog scraps. Oh, I think dang. I, I think dang. I think that takes dang. us into the weekend <laughs> for the two oh, come yenzers. Derpy, myself, you gotta, my you gotta, you gotta go back to the panda derpy. Everybody, the two young yenzers, have a great weekend. Go Steelers. We'll see you on Monday. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Hey! <laughs>